0: Hello, hello, hello! You're listening to Two Sisters in Christ. I'm one of your hosts, Ava, and I am joined by your other host, the lovely Lexi. Hi guys! I hope you've all
1: been having
0: a really good day so far. We are excited to speak to you, Sisters in Christ, and on this show, we're here to help you make Jesus first in your life and not just a part of it.
1: Okay, sisters, it's time for some Bible trivia. Ooh. And wherever you're listening, whether you're in the car, whether you're at work, running errands, please answer along with us. So, Ava, I will be asking you the first question. Let's do it. And this is a multiple choice. So, I'll read every answer off to you. In Revelation, the anointed. Conquer Satan by which two elements? Is it A, love and righteous anger? B, blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony? C, wisdom and peaceful diplomacy? Or D,
0: prayer and fasting? It is... I don't know which letter, but it's the blood of the the (laughs) Lamb and the word of our testimony. Look at me get my words jumbled.
1: Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. I did it,
0: Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, time for your question, Lexi. This is just give me the answer. Okay. Ain't no multiple choice. So what did Jesus say we can hear, but we don't know where it comes from or where it's going? The wind. Correct. And that is in John chapter 3. He was talking to Nicodemus. Yes.
1: Okay, Ava. And you just have to answer the question. When Adam and Eve disobeyed the Lord,
0: it is referred to as what? It's referred to as like the first sin or the original sin. But. I've recently learned from my pastor that that is not the first sin. the first sin committed was not on earth, y'all mm. it was in heaven with the angel Lucifer thinking he was like God and wanted to be like God, getting all the praise. The first sin was pride, it was not Adam eating from the eating the fruit. it was pride. I know that was a long answer, but it was kind of a trick question. <laughs>
1: Yes, because you stated original sin, which was what was on the card, but coming in more knowledge, we know the truth. Let's go.
0: Hmm. All right. I always like Bible trivia. It's fun. I do too. So sisters, our discussion topic for today is prayer. Lexi and I are going to have a pretty informative conversation about it, but before we can get started Lexi, I know you looked it up. Could you please share the definition of prayer for our sisters listening? I totally can.
1: According to the publication Christianity Today, simply put, prayer is conversing with God.
0: Well, it's a lot more simple than I thought. (laughs) So I'm going to show everybody how it's done and pray over this episode. So if you're listening, just agree. Heavenly Father, thank you that you hear me. Holy Spirit, you're the helper. Speak through us to clear up misconceptions that people may be believing. We know, God, that a stronger prayer life will result in a changed life. Enlighten us in your truth through this conversation. We love you God, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
1: Okay, Ava, I heard you start your prayer off with Heavenly Father. Is that like the standard? How would the sister who doesn't exactly know how to pray, how would they begin their prayer?
0: Mm. So one thing about starting off your prayer? is at first you've got to identify who you're speaking to. Who are you talking to? And we know in the Bible, there are so many different names for God. Mm. And that includes, like I said, a, a variety, a very large plethora. But you can never go wrong with saying Heavenly Father, Father God, You can talk to Jesus. Girl, pray to the Holy Spirit. Speak to him. You can't go wrong with it. And the thing is, once you get in a more secure place in your relationship with God, in your prayer life, you talk to him like he may as well be standing right next to you. So I hope that answered. You can start off by addressing who you're speaking to. And Lexi. How so? I answered like how you start off a prayer. How so? I'll, I'll ask the same question. Mm-hmm. How would you tell a sister who may not know how to close a prayer? What would you advise them?
1: I would advise them by ending her prayer with saying, "In Jesus' name, Amen." Just like Ava had said in her prayer. Because we know as believers that ultimately it is only through the power of Jesus that we're even able to talk to God at all. We don't pray in McDonald's name, amen, in Starbucks name, amen, in Target's name, amen, <gasps> because there's no power in any of those things, but there's power in Jesus. Mm. And by saying amen, this emphasizes that we have faith in what we pray to God in. Because the more mature we get in our faith, we realize that God is not at all legalistic in what words you choose to say to Him. Wow, He is looking at your heart and your intention behind praying. Not every time we talk to God is the same, and that includes the words. Every time we talk to God uses
0: different wording. But for now, this is a great place to start. I like how you mentioned the more we mature in our faith, because it really is a process. We're not starting off on a hundred. It is a process we have to build onto it, just Mm -hmm. like with anything else. So what Bible verse did you select this week, Lex?
1: I'm reading from the book of Matthew, chapter seven, verses seven and eight, and I Always opt to reading the Amplified Translation. And in this chapter in Matthew, Jesus is specifically speaking on prayer. So we know it'll be good. He says, Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep knocking, and the door will be opened to you for everyone who keeps on asking receives and he who keeps on seeking finds and to him who keeps on knocking it will be opened and you can't see me right now guys but i was i was reading that verse i kept hitting my hand on the table yeah she was banging it on,
0: exactly that's passion <laughs> <laughs> and
1: what i got from that verse when reading it specifically in verse 7, when Jesus says, keep on seeking and you will find. Because this helped me get through a really challenging time in my life earlier this year. God showed me what it looks like to walk this out and what it looks like to seek him in order to mature my prayer life because I was seeking him more often.
0: So earlier... What happened? So earlier this year...
1: I had car troubles, and for anyone who owns a car, y'all, you know that happens in some capacity during the time you have it. Hashtag relatable. <laughs> Very relatable. <laughs> and one day I was driving on the highway, and all of a sudden, all of the dials on my dashboard started going up and down. I lose acceleration. I'm getting really nervous. Can't drive it. So I knew that I had to take it to a dealership because I don't know what's wrong. Right. And throughout that time, I was feeling really nervous of how this would work out. And even at the point where I was nervous to drive, because there were even things the dealership, the technicians, they, they didn't even know what was wrong with my car. And at that time, because I was living in nervousness, I was living by what I saw. Wow. But that was until my faith kicked in more than I knew was possible because I talked to God more. I realized that I had a choice to make whether to focus on what's in front of me or to focus on God. And I knew that was only possible in prayer. And so I challenged myself seriously to stay in constant prayer, regardless of what I was feeling and what I could see. I, I knew in the depths of my spirit mm. that God would provide for me and that I also had a responsibility on my part can you to continue to have faith and to pray and talk to god whenever those doubts would arise and those thoughts
0: of uncertainty would come in my head okay so whenever they would come in your head what do you do what if If my car, what what do you say to me? If my car is broke down, the enemy is trying to tell me you ain't going to get another car. This car is not going to work. You're not going to be able to afford it. Mm -hmm. You won't. you're going to be scared to drive on the highway again. The same thing's going to happen. What I'm hearing you say is you went through this. How would you advise someone else who's out of it now or someone who now that you're out of it? How would Mm -hmm. you advise someone else going through it? be real with god
1: i would talk to god and i would literally say because i knew i had a choice to make
0: Mm.
1: i'm not going to focus on these thoughts of doubt and fear god i'm not going to focus on the fears of not being able to drive my car again because he knows how much i like my car Mm -hmm. i'm not going to focus on doubting if this would really work out for my good or even focusing on fears of how expensive their repairs would be. That's real. I said to God, I know you've come through for me before, and I know you will do it again, because ultimately, I believe God so much that I'm not going to let any kind of doubt deter me from continuing to seek him. And girl, I cannot tell you how many times I prayed different versions of this, and every time I did, It required me to have faith in what I couldn't see.
0: Lexi, that's beautiful. And I think it's really good and helpful for our sisters to hear a real example of what seeking God looks like. Mm. Because I know in the Bible it says believers were all facing the same kinds of challenges. So just knowing no matter what that challenge looks like, Here's an example of what it looks like to seek God. Amen. So what encouragement do you have for our, it's kind of similar to the same question, Mm -hmm. but different. Okay. What encouragement, not like here's what I did. What encouragement do you have for our sisters who are facing challenging situations? Because if you're alive, hardship is a part of life. Mm -hmm. Trial, tribulation, pressure. Jesus said it himself. So whether it be you're facing challenging family situations, maybe something's going on in your job, maybe it's your own car, relationships, finances, what advice, or not advice, encouragement do you have for our sisters? Pray when you do
1: not feel like it. We don't always feel like doing certain things, but we know In order for us to get to where God wants us to be, especially in challenging situations, we have to do what Jesus says. And that means continually seek him
0: Mm.
1: and keep on knocking, even in those moments. Because it was in those moments that I wanted to dwell in doubt, that I knew, even though I didn't feel it, I knew that the one thing the only thing that would maintain my peace of mind in an unknown situation was to talk to my heavenly father wow. so sisters please be encouraged keep on seeking and you will find him god's word does not come back void amen he will meet you in your circumstances and it will work out for your good it worked out for my good i still have my car it's running fine and I honestly, I know that if my perspective was shifted towards doubt and not towards seeking God, this could have looked completely different.
0: Girl, that's high five worthy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so Praise report.
1: That would be my encouragement. What's the first you chose, Ava?
0: It's like going to be a little tough to follow up. <laughs> Thankfully, the Bible's good, full of informative verses. But I selected 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. I've had these verses hanging up in my room the last few years and honestly I've learned from it just seeing it every day. Verse 16. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm. The emphasis of these verses are to pray continually. Rejoice. Be thankful to God no matter what you're going through. Because no matter what we're going through, ultimately we can have joy through prayer, through reading the word, Mm. because Jesus has overcome the world. So even if your car is broken down, you better rejoice, Amen. Because you have a you have a a place in heaven. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. There's so many reasons to rejoice outside of what we can physically see. And you really hit that, Lexi, mm-hmm. talking about how in your spirit you had to shift from viewing it with your natural eyes to viewing it with your spiritual eyes. Yes, and I. And if I
1: can add something, please, when it came to what I experienced, even at that time, I wasn't able to drive my car. I was still seeking God and he provided ways for me to still be able to drive and get around to where I needed to go. Mm. He provided for me even
0: in that. Wow. And I'm sure those experiences, because let's be real, the enemy be talking Mm -hmm. the enemy and his demons evil spirits whatever makes you more comfortable to say when you're hearing negative thoughts in your head that's not from god it's not from god amen so when we all experience that we have a choice to make are you going to take that thought captive are you going to take it to god in prayer are you going to speak the word how did jesus combat the temptations with the word Mm. But if you're not reading, if you're not praying, you're not going to have all the ammo you need. That's nothing but the truth. Wow. Well, well, we got off on a little tangent, but that was good. (laughs) I'm glad you added to it because that was really helpful. Mm. But first Thessalonians talking about praying, the emphasis being to pray continually. I found that. When I start my mornings off in prayer, talking to God, either out loud, you know me, sometimes I like to journal. When I do that intentionally in the mornings, it just helps set the tone for the rest of my day, like verse 17 was saying, to pray continually. And it may sound silly to you, sisters, but every day I try to make a conscious effort to talk to God first. And for me this morning, that looked like I woke up, I stretched and I was like, this is the day the Lord has made. (laughs) You know, I sang a little something, (laughs) song to God. That's how me and God get down. That's our relationship. Keep it real. Yeah. And and honestly, most times my head's still on the pillow when I'm talking to him. My Mm. feet haven't touched the floor yet. I'm just that thankful. Like, thank you, God, for waking me up. We Amen. know how many young people are, are dying, getting heart attacks, mysterious illnesses no one can explain, blood clots on your lungs and your legs. Come on now. You mm-hmm. better thank God every day you're alive. Amen. Tomorrow's not promised to anyone. So, Ava, with
1: that said, since you try to start your mornings off in prayer, mm-hmm. is there a difference when you miss that prayer time in the morning? <laughs>
0: Is there a difference? There definitely is. Okay. You know, when my approach is more intentional, so when I am intentional, like I wake up, I'm like, no, I got to pray. When that's first and and I do it, I take action. It's like I can see God interacting with me throughout the day. Maybe it's a butterfly flying outside my window. I'm like, no, that's you, God. Amen. But I know I'm able to discern the Holy Spirit's voice more clearly rather than if I just wake up, jump out of bed, and get to going what I have to do. It's at the forefront of my mind that God's always with me. I can just see Him. Yeah, kind of like I said, I just see Him so much more clearly. But <laughs> when I miss prayer in the mornings, it's like in my spirit, I know I have to find some other way to be intentional about spending time with God. No, I'm not going to say have to, I want to. Mm. And I know it's not because he's mad at me. I'm not like, Oh, I miss morning prayer. Oh, I'm so scared. God's going to strike me. No, I'm dependent on God. So I keep, I know in my spirit, I know he, God's not legalistic. God's not mad at me. I want to talk to him. I'm gonna keep it 100 <laughs> when i when I don't pray altogether that day 100 something is off wow I can tell there's more of me and less of him which mm-hmm. is the opposite of how it should be the bible wouldn't say renew your mind daily if we didn't need it right so yeah, I can definitely tell. It's like when I pray intentionally, I'm seeing God more. And when I'm not, I'm missing when what he's trying to say to me, what he's trying to work through me. Yeah, it's a clear difference. And it even sounds like there's a physical difference.
1: Ooh. As you yes. we were talking, I was like, "Wow, there's actually like a physiological response as a result of not making God priority in the morning."
0: Mm, that's a really good point because it's prayer is spiritual right Mm -hmm. it's a physical whether if you're praying out loud whatever it's a physical act but it is spiritual Mm -hmm. so that makes sense if you're more intentional with prayer your spirit man is being filled but when you're not intentional with prayer your physical is taking over more Mm -hmm. and we know that the spiritual is more real than the physical so wow that is a Girl, you're blowing my mind. That was a, yeah, that was a really good observation, Lexi. Telling me something about myself, y'all. <laughs> so, sisters, I challenge you to have a perspective
1: shift of your own when it comes to talking to God. Like I said earlier, and I and I want to say it again, but pray when you don't feel like it, because those are the very moments that the enemy wants to keep you from talking to God and instead remain focused on your circumstances and remain self-centered because he knows the power in prayer and he does not want you to experience
0: that in any capacity. And to add on to that, Lexi, it's like those are the moments when you're praying when you don't feel like it. Those are the moments when our faith and spiritual discipline strengthen yes and that is such a less of me and more of you god moment and we need more of those amen especially living in this wicked world today mm. you can't walk outside without y- y- mm. amen lord have mercy i'm gonna co- continue y'all we can't go off another attention. <laughs> <laughs> so prayer i used to think It was like I had to pray three times a day, say all the fancy these and thous and shalls and shants (laughs) and Lord, Father God, Heavenly Jesus. Praying from the King James Version. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think you, I thought you had to have a King James Version prayer. (laughs) But now my perspective shift is that I want to talk to God all day, every day. I can put a number on the amount of times I speak to God. Because as things are going on, I know I have something inside of me, someone inside of me, the Holy Spirit who is there and ready to help. He is called the standby, the helper, the advocate. Every day we need help. Amen. Because I don't have to figure things out on my own. Proverbs 3, acknowledge God acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path Mm. all your ways how do we acknowledge God acknowledge him through prayer what is prayer communicating with God communicate with God all right all right (laughs) let's get into the next section we're getting this episode is getting kind of long but let's get I wanted to try something new rapid fire truth bombs mm, okay so we'll just go one after the other bam 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 drop just drop bombs on them all right all right <laughs> start us off okay guys this is the third time
1: i've said this and i'll say it again it better stick pray when you don't
0: feel like it <laughs> <sighs> the repetition is for a reason Amen. sisters it's really really important all right and when you pray God. Jesus and the Holy Spirit are all having a dialogue alongside you. That's powerful. Yes. Before you talk to anyone else in the morning,
1: talk to God first. Pray for someone else to take the focus off of yourself. Talking to God is not meant to be complicated, it's simply a conversation.
0: There is no prayer formula. (laughs) (laughs) And because this is a conversation,
1: wait to hear back from God. He is always speaking
0: to you. God is not religious. He just wants to have a relationship. God wants you to talk to him. There's never a bad time to pray.
1: Believe that when you talk to God, God hears you and he
0: will answer you. Pray out loud. Pray in your head. Pray in the spirit. Pray through writing. Pray in your secret
1: place. And when you talk to God, remember to come to him
0: with thankfulness. Mm. Wow. Enter his gates of thanksgiving. Mm. Amen. You don't have to close your eyes and bow your head to pray, especially if you're on the highway. Do not be closing your eyes (laughs) and bowing your head. Keep it up. Keep your head up and keep your eyes open and your hands on the wheel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, be yourself when you talk to God. Yeah. You don't have to be formal. There's no formula to, to prayer. It's just talking to God like me and Ava talk to each other in every episode we make. And be more authentic. God already knows the real you, so there is no need to hide that part of yourself.
0: And you can't hide it. He already knows, mm. Lexi. That was really good. And, I, and I, honestly, I like the rapid fire. We never done that. Yeah, I so like was that too. Good. That was just a tip of the prayer iceberg, the prayer iceberg, the prayer rabbit hole. What, <laughs> whatever you want to say. We could keep talking about this all day. And I want to discuss it again in the future, since there's still so many directions we could have went with this.
1: Definitely. And I think we also need to make a prayer part two. (laughs) Prayer part two. (laughs) I hope in this episode, you've learned what prayer is, how you can apply what you've heard today, and that there is never a wrong time to pray.
0: Girl, you summed that up well. Sisters, remember We're here to help you make Jesus first in your life and not just
1: a part of it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Sisters in Christ.